Inside Chicago Government. ShyGov.com. Welcome to another in a series of interviews about and sounds of Chicago government. I'm Dave Gloetz. In this episode, we'll hear an excerpt from a committee meeting of the Chicago City Council that took place on October 7th. This was a meeting of the Committee on Budget and Government Operations, at which outgoing Inspector General Joe Ferguson warned council members about things to come once he's gone. That's in the standard version you're about to hear. In the premium version of the episode, which you can get by subscribing at shygov.com, you can hear an excerpt from the October 13 meeting of the Committee on Public Safety that had a discussion about a proposal by the administration of Mayor Lori Lightfoot to create an appeals process for folks who want to get out of the so-called police gang database. Also in the premium version of the episode, you can hear an excerpt from the council's full meeting on October 14th and its approval of an extension of the life of a tax increment financing district that's right next to the proposed Lincoln Yards complex. Also in the premium version, you can hear another excerpt from the council's October 14 meeting where Southside Alderman Anthony Beal of the 9th Ward continued to try to move a couple of ordinances that he's had languishing in the committee for months. And you can hear my interview with Alderman Beal after the council meeting about how he felt about what occurred. Finally, in the premium version, you can hear an excerpt from the council's October 25 meeting with the Southside's Alderman Ray Lopez of the 15th Ward tried to make a parliamentary maneuver similar to one that downtown Alderman Brendan Riley made at the September meeting, but which failed. All that comes with analysis from me and my colleague, Chicago Reader columnist Ben Jarofsky. Here's the standard episode. In October, Ben, there took place a bunch of hearings by the City Council Committee on Budget and Government Operations, which is chaired by 3rd Ward Alderman Pat Dowell. The ostensible reason for these hearings is to vet the 2022 city budget proposed by Mayor Lori Lightfoot. At each one of these meetings, Alderman got to grill the heads of different city departments. And we're going to hear part of the October 7 hearing where Alderman questioned Joe Ferguson, who was head of the Office of Inspector General. His last day, though, was October 15. This bit starts with the Southside's Alderman Anthony Beal of the Ninth Ward. Congratulations on your retirement. I am am not retiring. Not retiring? Okay. And and if somebody could tell Fran Spielman I am not retiring, I would appreciate that. Fran Spielman, he is not retiring. (laughs) Knowing that you're not retiring, were you asked, you know, to stay or asked not to? How did that happen? You're the chair. That is not a budget question. I, I can't ask. A, no, that's not a budget question. You want to you want to ask. You know how many people didn't ask budget questions? That is I'm, you know how many people didn't ask budget questions. Don't answer that. Go on to your next question. So were you asked to stay? No. OK, thank you. Alderman Cicho Lopez. In terms of what's next after October 15th, who will be in charge or what is the process and all that? Well, the, the one part I haven't answered, one part I have answered. In terms of the permanent successor, there's a whole selection process that's underway with a committee that will do the work and, and basically come up with three or more finalists for the mayor to select from. The mayor, mayor nominates and it comes to the council for confirmation hearing. 
The other question is what happens between October 15th and when the political process has actually resulted in the appointment of that person, which is why I sent a letter back in July saying we got to get going on this. Here's the deal. My job is to make sure right up until the end of business on October 15th that the office runs seamlessly and smoothly. And what that means right now is to work with my senior staff on a transition that basically creates kind of an acting IG that will be in place unless somebody does something that sort of steps in the way of that. So a transition is in process because no one has been designated from the outside. I made a recommendation to members of this council that maybe because of this delay, I'd be left to select somebody from within the office to assure that there would be continuity and the status quo maintained until the political process has played out. That has not yielded, you know, a thumbs up to go ahead and do it. But in the meantime, I'm eight days out. We have to plan for a transition. We're planning for a transition. I will name somebody the acting IG from within the office, and we'll see what happens from there. Alderman Moore. How do we assure that we keep that? I don't even think, I don't, I don't know whether to call this a balance or the best word to use, that independence. I think that's the best word. And something I've always felt as a manager, the hardest decisions to make are hiring decisions, and you're going to be wrong about one quarter of the time. You're going to make the wrong guess, and you don't want to make the wrong guess with an IG. You know, somebody who has actually been battle-tested in the context of oversight work and oversight work in the city itself, you have your measure of what you're looking for. That's available. That is available here. And I think the council's representatives on that selection committee, if there are things that you're looking for, you should make sure, the council should make sure that's understood by those representatives, the sort of characteristics and qualifications that matter most to you. The situation that you describe with respect to the superintendent and the changing of the law, or at least proceeding in a way that's contrary to both the letter and the spirit of the law, that's what's going on right now with respect to COPA and the selection of the chief administrator. At the end of July, this body, after an extraordinary multi-year process, negotiated the creation of a civil commission, a civil police oversight commission whose powers included the search and the selection of the chief administrator of COPA. Two days before that law took effect, a search was initiated for a new COPA administrator. We are now three months past that. The law as it was created that is in effect right now is not what's being done. What is being done, I don't think anybody really knows. That should worry you and it should worry all of us. He talked about the superintendent. He was talking about the police superintendent and that the city council for one day changed the rules about how the police superintendent was supposed to be selected so that the current superintendent, David Brown, could be chosen. And that last acronym he was talking about, COPA, is the Civilian Office of Police Accountability, which is a body that investigates a lot of police misconduct. And he talked about an irregularity, I'll call it that, of how the head of that body was supposed to be selected by the new civilian commission, but instead the administration began before the law went into effect to search for that person. In that piece, I feel like Ferguson Hint said who'd he appoint as his interim replacement. We might never know because on October 15, 
the mayor named a guy named William Marbeck, the interim IG. There's a long, interesting tradition of inspector generals being pawns of the mayor. And that changed in style very much when David Hoffman was the inspector general back, oh, it was like 10 years ago, I want to say. He earned his reputation for standing up to Mayor Daley on the parking meter deal. After the fact, he weighs in like on the parking meter deal. He said it was a travesty. And I remember David Hoffman gave the press conference. Daley was so mad at him. That confrontation between David Hoffman and Mayor Daley drew the public's attention to the inspector general. And for the first time, there was an expectation, I believe, that the inspector general would actually be an independent overseer of the mayor as opposed to a lapdog. That's all we've got for the standard episode. If you'd like to hear the full-length premium version of the episode, including material not heard on any other podcast, please subscribe at shygov.com. Or if you're already a subscriber, log in at shygov.com, go to the Chicago menu, and choose City Council. As always, listeners, we welcome your comments, questions, and suggestions for future interviews. Using email, you can get those to us via comment at shygov.com. Using Facebook, go to facebook.com slash insidegov. And on Twitter, find us at C-H-I-G-O-V-T. I'm Dave Glowatz. Thanks for listening. <laughs>